BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also make you feel totally in control? Enter Conair Girlbomb. They're like your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results. Made just for us. From the ultimate girl bomb grip to the professional grade blades, say goodbye to settling for less. With Conair Girl Bomb, you get the precision and power that used to only be exclusive to men's tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at Walgreens. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Podcast Playground. Welcome to the Taking a Walk podcast, music history on foot. If you like this podcast, please share it with a friend. You can find Taking a Walk at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Podcast Playground, or wherever you get your podcast. Joey McIntyre from New Kids on the Block is Buzz Knight's guest on today's episode. He's been part of a band that sold over 80 million worldwide. He has a successful solo career and acting career. Joey's heading out on solo tour, and we'll talk to him next on Taking a Walk. Hi, Joey. Welcome to Taking a Walk. Hey, how are you? I'm doing great. I wish we were in person, maybe strolling uh, strolling down Newberry Street in Boston or something, but uh, maybe some other time, Joey. I love a good walk, man. I love a good walk. Well, thank you for, um, for being on. I so appreciate it. Uh, we're going to talk about the summer tour 2023 uh solo joe did your mother call you joe or joseph ever if she got annoyed at you she she was it was joseph it was always joseph and she would demand that people call me joseph that didn't that didn't work out but uh yeah i was joseph to her <laughs> that's funny <laughs> fond memories right for sure What's the fondest, earliest memory of when uh, you and the new kids on the block were first together? What's the earliest memory you have? You know, when something blows up the way it does, you're going to have all the ingredients, you know, and, 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 and we did. You know, we had certainly the right music and the right songs eventually, but, you know, the five of us 
you know, we just had a certain energy. I think it had it had to do with coming from Boston and having great working class parents. And, you know, every gig was the greatest thing ever. You know, we just, we, we were just so excited to have an opportunity to get up on stage and, and we'd perform almost anywhere back in the day. So, um, you know, that kind of, um, excitement is what you remember. Do you have a recollection of the first time you heard one of your songs on the radio and where you were? Yes. Yes. I was, uh, I was in Chestnut Hill, fancy Chestnut Hill. I was driving with my dad in the car and I was in the front seat. My brother was in the back seat and my brother was always, you know, he was very supportive, but he was a big brother. So I asked my dad to change it to WILD, which is the station in Boston and um, AM station. And they were playing the record. He's like, they're not going to play your record, you know. And uh, and sure enough, uh, we switched it to the station, and it came out of commercial. And the first song they played was a song called Be My Girl, our first single ever. And it was... Uh, it was special. So it was special to hear our song, but also, you know, be able to stick it in your older brother's face at the same time. <laughs> I love it. Now, how did you handle such such early fame and fortune? Well, it goes back to family. It goes back to having, you know, four other guys that experienced it with you. You know, you couldn't get, you know, going back to, you know, being from Boston where you can't get too big for your britches. Uh, you know, you got to be lucky. You got to have family looking out for you, you know. Um, and we were able to do that. I mean, there were tough times. It's not normal being, you know, that famous and that big at such a young age. And, um, you know, it was the, the, like any life, you know, you go through your ups and downs, and, and we had those, but we were able to uh, hang in there. Now, early Dorchester, uh, certainly in the uh, period that uh, that you grew up, I know you grew up in, in Needham, but the early Dorchester area um, actually was, was chronicled in uh, the author Dennis Lehane's new book, Small Mercies. I, I think uh, you know Dennis from his great work, uh, and he was on an earlier version of this podcast. Um, what was it like? I mean, do you remember the whole era in terms of segregation and everything, uh, or was that a little bit later on, and, and did that, you know, bypass you? I think Donnie Wahlberg think, talks very, very eloquently and, and uh, about busing and what, it, what it, it... It's hard to think, but, you know, busing, there were good intentions with it. Obviously, you, you, you were... Uh, on, the, on the top line is, you know, trying to get, you know, people of color to get to better schools. But, you know, the other, to, to integrate, you know, was was supposed to be a good thing so we could learn from each other and learn how to live with each other and respect people's, what they brought to the table. And, you know, I guess Donnie talks about how, you know, he benefited from that. You know, he, he, he was that kind of guy that, learned about a different culture and, and was, was attracted to, you know, something different and something new. And that curiosity 
you know, especially in the arts, you know, can really feed off each other. And, um, you know, I didn't have that. I was, I was a little bit younger than those guys. So, uh, I was, and plus I went to Catholic school, so I, I didn't, uh, I didn't have that busing thing. Yeah. Very well stated. Thank you for, for, for talking about that. So, um, how have you balanced solo career, band projects, acting? How do you juggle it all? You know, day to day, I mean, it's, um, you got to want to do it, you know? You know, it's like I, I, I think of that line, like, it's like Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld said uh, on a podcast, you know, it's like <laughs> the people that are successful in this business are the people that keep doing it, you know? It's not always the most talented, you know, sure, those who have, you know, I know what I bring to the table and I love to do what I do and I'm, and I'm, and I'm good at it. But I mean, you gotta want to do it. You really gotta, uh, you know, I love, I, you know, sometimes I love being home. Of course I got three great kids and, um, and a beautiful wife. Uh, but you know, the road is a very special thing, you know, and, and getting out there and connecting with people and it's a grind, but once you get up there every night, it's, uh, it's like nothing you could you could really imagine. Well, you seem to have really figured out in your life what a lot of musicians don't figure out um, and actors don't figure out, and that is a work-life balance evidenced by, uh, you know, your solid family life. Um, how, how did you learn that? Is that something from uh, your parents that you kind of learned? Again, you got to be lucky. I mean, I, I just happen to love being with my wife. You know what I mean? Uh, she's she's an amazing person and, you know, um, not a simple gal. <laughs> she's, she's very entertaining and, and complicated like me, and we enjoy each other's company, and we love our kids, So and we're passionate about our kids, and we do a lot of amazing things. Um, you know, but I also, I'm on the other hand of, you know, I got to remind myself that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a man, I'm a person, I'm an adult. Like the time is now. Um, my dad worked a lot, but I, I knew he was always there. So we can tell ourselves, you know, well, I can't be on the road because then I won't be there for my kids. Well, that's part of life. You know, you go out, you, you earn a living and you have your own experiences and that's inspiring to your kids as well. Uh, so you know, that balance is, is, is important. Can you describe what an amazing feeling for you and the band playing Fenway Park? What did that feel like? Yeah. Well, I knew you were going to say Fenway Park, so it, it, that, that kind of answers its own question. You know, when you said, can you describe the feeling, you know, I, I, I just... I guess right that you were going to bring up Fenway because it's really one of those things. Can you describe the feeling? And and you know I've been lucky enough to play it you know three times now, and you know you just got tears in your eyes. You're like, holy cow! Here I am on stage in the middle of center field in Fenway Park. You know my my boyhood, you know neighborhood, you know Red Sox, Boston. It's just it's it's overload. You know. Um, 
and we've had some amazing, amazing shows there and special sort of once-in-a-lifetime events. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's everything you could imagine. Tell me how pumped you are to be going out on the, the summer tour 2023, so the Solo Joe tour. I'm very excited. You know, I, I'm you know I'm playing. I decided to play the Cape Cod Melody Tent, which has a ton of history. You know, in New England and Cape Cod and Boston, and that's going to be my Boston tour. And I just wanted to, you know, I, I played it a few times, and it's just got a really special vibe. A lot of history there, and um, yeah, I mean, I um, you know, it's a lot of work hitting the road, um, but. It's something you, you know, it's something that you do because you have to do it. And um, I'm excited about it. And, uh, yeah, August 4th in Hyannis, it's going to be a good time. And uh, tell me how the Lifetime Project uh, came together and um, and how, how that's worked out. Yeah, I did, um, I kind of got a last-minute offer, and next thing you know, I'm up in Vancouver doing this series. It's it's based on the V.C. Andrews novels, which are pretty gnarly and crazy and takes place in the 70s. And the people that know the, the, the stories are like, wow, what's that going to be like? Um, it, and, and the character I play isn't the nicest guy in the world. So it's, uh, it's saucy, it's spicy, and I think the, the, the fans are going to, grab a glass of wine and put the kids to bed and, and uh, check this thing out. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that sounds like a, a little bit of a turn for you. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. Is there any uh, music that, that you like that uh, might surprise some of your fans that they wouldn't have thought that you like? I don't, I'm a pop guy, you know what I mean? I, I grew up on pop music, making pop music, I mean... You know, grew up, my dad listening to Frank Sinatra and Nat King Cole. I'm kind of right down the middle, but, uh, you know, and, and and my kids are pop fans, too. I mean, they like hip-hop and, and, and some rap, but, you know, we're crazy about Taylor Swift. You know, I, I think, you know, she's pretty amazing, and, you know, so we're, we're, those, we're that kind of a family. So you've been through, um, you know, formation of a band, a band disbanding, and then reforming. Um, tell me how complicated these relationships sometimes can be. Uh, incredibly complicated. I mean, they're as complicated as you want to make them. <laughs> I mean, so, you know, I think that's the reason why a lot of bands don't stay together because it really can be difficult to ride the wave of emotion and personalities. And, um, you know, you really got to, it's a give and take situation. Um, the new kids are super lucky. You know, we do feel like a family. We've been together for so long, you know, our families are, are, are close over the years and you got to realize how lucky you are and just sort of like, you know, you got to have the courage to ask for what you need and what you want and stand up and, you know, you know, air out, you know, your desires and hopes for the group. But you also have to, you know, let people take the lead and, and let people have their chance. And, 
we've somehow worked it out, you know, and we know how lucky we are. So uh, we're, we're one of the lucky ones. You've collaborated with a lot of uh, artists and bands over the years. Is there anybody that you haven't collaborated with that you'd love to? You know, I do a lot of theater. And Sutton Foster, who's, who's sort of like the belle of the ball when it comes to Broadway, is fantastic. And she does a lot of, you know, TV acting, too. Uh, she's a great singer. And she just came off of uh, The Music Man with um, Hugh Jackman and... That would be a cool collaboration. I, I just I appreciate how she she seems to really stretch and grow and 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 uh, she's phenomenally talented. So, how about that? That's a good one. Well, lastly, anything uh, you would uh, give advice wise to aspiring musicians who are listening to this podcast? Um, you know, just um, do the work. You know, it's, uh, there's a lot of fun to be had. I mean, but, you know, there's no substitution for just sitting there at the piano and grinding and, and, and feeling like, oh man, this sucks. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not good enough. Uh, I'm not right for this. Like everybody has those thoughts. And if you stick with that passion, I think it gets better. You know, practice makes perfect. Mr. McIntyre, thank you for being on Taking a Walk. I really enjoyed it. Thank you, sir. Good luck on the tour. All right, man. Thank you. Taking a Walk with Buzz Knight is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more 
and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.